0: Welcome to the Mother Effer Podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Jessie. We are two moms who are ready to stop being polite. And start getting real about this
1: thing called motherhood. Because motherhood is no joke, y'all. So put on your big girl panties. Grab a drink. And And let's let's do do this this thing. thing.
0: Buddy, (laughs) welcome back to the Mother Effer Podcast. I'm happy to tell you, this is Beth, by the way, We are recording from Jessica's backyard, Jesse, Jesse's backyard. Do you even go by Jessica ever?
1: Sometimes professionally, but it's like on, like when you're a journalist and you're referencing something formal, it's like Jessica upon first reference, but then upon second reference, it's (laughs) Jesse. So
0: that's like, I always tell people my name is Elizabeth.
1: Yeah. I've never called you that ever. Nope. No. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> nope
1: yes so we're sitting out here with our bourbon in the backyard yes yes like a oh. uh, 1970s porn star I with think our bourbon. this is gonna
0: be the new thing <laughs> I love it
1: it's so, so in the south down here in Fort Mill South Carolina Cack-a-lacky. it's not freezing yet Mm-mm. and so during the day it's like 85 but at night
0: it's perfect and so it's, it's so beautiful
1: cool and we're on, on the homestead with the crickets and the tree frogs and
0: and the greenway and the maker's mark it's beautiful. It's you know beautiful. that if you hear those glasses clinking, it's going to be a funny one, it's you guys.
1: We Hello. tried to get
0: Ranko on the podcast this evening as my co-host, but no, yeah, he decided that, that wasn't a good idea. It would have been amazing. Maybe one day.
1: One day. Maybe. When he runs his own business and he's not afraid to, you know, upset anybody. That's what he's worried I'm about. I'm not
0: afraid of upsetting anybody.
1: Well, he's worried about, you know.
0: I don't have a job though. Yeah, I get that.
1: So he doesn't want to like get on here and say something terrible. Then right, I'll do it for him. (laughs) There you go. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to be our new routine. We do have some bourbon over here, and we're going to enjoy this night.
0: So yeah,
1: clink at a clink. I have the
0: ice. She's drinking like a man tonight. It's been that kind of day.
1: I don't like ice in my bourbon. It's gross.
0: All right, it's just hot. It waters it
1: down, right? Mm. I'm not a fan. I'm very it does, but about I do eyes. like it cold. So yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, how's your week? Because it's been a hot minute. We actually aired an episode last week uh, that we recorded over the summer. Yeah. Because life was really just giving us the big fuck you hey, finger.
0: You know what? I'm driving that struggle bus. It's yeah. not the pigeon. It's me. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the struggles that I'm having are, you know, just with school yeah nobody tells you when you have kids like when they're little Mm -hmm. and you're in the grind of it and it's just like non-stop sticky hands and messes and diapers and you're just like when will this end i can't wait for them to be in high school (sighs) let me tell you don't wish that away (laughs) because (laughs) high school is different now like i was thinking i can't wait for them to be in high school like i was It's not like it was when we were in high school anymore. Like, you need Mm -hmm. to get a 5.8 in order to get into college now. You can't just get in with a 2.3 like me. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I decided, you know, my oldest is 17, and I'm like, listen, you need to be in charge of your future, so I'm going to put you in charge of your school. I'm not going to hound you. I might ask about your work, but if you tell me it's done, I'm going to believe you. And then I checked his grades after the first quarter, and he was failing everything but guitar of course (laughs) and not just like failing but like dis like 30s right
1: like he shouldn't have even showed up
0: well it was like he hadn't right and I finally was like listen I let you try and I'm still gonna make you do the work okay and what I said is like I'm here to help you I'm gonna help you organize yourself I'm going to try to get you into a good pattern to check your work and check your power school which is where they see their grades and kind of say oh wait I thought I turned that in and then be your own advocate and that kind of stuff and but I told him I said but I've already graduated high school yeah and this is something Miss Keisha Smith told me Gonna there you gonna plug her again
1: because you know I've talked Keisha. to
0: her about this she's like you've already graduated high school you don't have to do it again yes and that's really what's been weighing on me I'm okay. like I, I, I literally can't because I don't understand anything that they're learning in math no especially like I can do the English and everything else but yeah, the math yeah, right. is like there's nothing I can do for them there
1: if it wasn't your strong suit in high school then I failed it in yeah, college. Yeah. Like, oh I just God. barely
0: passed it. Me just, too. And I only had to take one math in college. I don't know if that's still the case. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, me too.
1: Just one. Just one. Barely. That's why I majored in
0: anthropology. All <laughs> I had to do was take the one math. Right.
1: Exactly. Me mm-hmm. too. English major. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: But, uh, so we told him, we said, listen, you got to get your shit together. Yeah. And he did. So he had to do 26 assignments for math within, like, b- before this coming Sunday, which is like four days away. Uh He ended up doing them all today.
1: Okay.
0: He has to finish a bunch of assignments in chemistry before the end of Friday. Is he at home? No.
1: He's in school all Mm -hmm. day. And so he finished them after school? No, he was at,
0: well, I'm sorry. He was at home today because he's been at home waiting for COVID results.
1: Right. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So he did finish them at home today, but normally he is at school. Hopefully, I thought, learning and yeah. writing down his assignments and all that other stuff. Sure. And so, you know, you know how moms are. I, at least this is how I am. I always come up with a new way to organize my kids. Okay. I'm constantly coming up with new ways to organize my children. Okay. And they usually last about a week.
1: But, yeah,
0: hard. 100%. But I'm really determined to really make this work for my two oldest especially yeah and it's like here's a notebook when you get home from school every day you check your power school you check your right. google classroom you write down the assignments that you're missing or that you have to do you check them off as you finish them and then you're you're done you create a system right and yeah. so i'm hoping that'll work um but my son is is my son and i am the queen of procrastination
1: okay do you have AV
0: yeah
1: Do you take, you don't take medicine for
0: it? No, I used to. And I should get back on it. Mm -hmm. No offense to my family, but I'm going to say it. Mm -hmm. There was a time after I quit my job that I was really depressed and I was taking antidepressants, medication for ADHD, uh, allergy pills, and like vitamin D. Okay. And my sisters were like, do you really think like that's helping you? And, you know, I just, I kind of let it sink in. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be taking all of this stuff. So are your sisters like therapists? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are they licensed? <laughs> They're not. But it was an idea that I let sink in. Yeah. And so I did come off the ADD meds. And what's funny is I went to, here's here's why I haven't gotten back on them. And it's okay. really the dumbest, laziest reason. Mm-hmm. My doctor, my GP won't prescribe ADD meds, and so I have to find a psychiatrist, and it's really hard Mm -hmm. to find a psychiatrist to get an appointment with to get this prescription, and because those medications are like Schedule 1, you Mm -hmm. have to go every three months to renew it. So... And it's just a lot... It's amazing how quickly three months go by. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, I got... And I have to drive all the way to the office, and I do this for Harrison every three months because he's on ADD meds. Yep. But, um... Logan, he's also on other things. Logan has ADD meds through his doctor. But every three Mm -hmm. months, we have to go to an appointment where they evaluate how they're doing. Yeah. And I get it. It makes sense. But it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. And it's like, I don't have the time to go to the office all every three months and get this prescription filled. And I remembered this woman I went to see for nutrition said why are you not taking care of yourself? Like, you do this for your kids. Why aren't you doing it right. for yourself? And I'm like, right. I don't know. Yeah, It's just like one more thing I just don't want to have to deal with. So I was diagnosed with
1: ADD last Monday.
0: <gasps>
1: yeah. So I'm so excited. It was <laughs> <laughs> Everything it, starts to make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, dude. So my therapist, who is a, like a um, psychiatrist, psychologist not a psychiatrist. She can't write a prescription right. for it. Right. That's but the problem. I've been seeing her for a while and she was the one who said, I think you have ADD. This was a few months ago. She was like, I think your anxiety mm-hmm. stems from your ADD. Because yep. I have poor executive function. I have I'm, my planning skills, my memory, my ability to organize to finish a task are we the same person we are yeah that's
0: why this is so fun that's why we do this the night before it's due (laughs) it's due (laughs) we ain't got no damn due date we don't
1: this is our podcast but people are waiting
0: they are they do look forward to this at least like four people i know of me
1: too (laughs) at least a couple of people let me shout out to josh and amanda
0: my friend jessica Catherine.
1: Thanks guys. Crystal. My cousin Veronica, thank you. No, my mom.
0: <laughs> my mom listened to Keisha's episode. Did I tell you she listened to Side Note yeah. ADD? Ding dong. I know. Um she listened to the episode we did with Keisha and yeah. she texted me. She's like, "I really hope you're taking her advice." And- <laughs> I really hope you call her up. I was
1: like, "I wait. All right. So I'm on my meds. So I'm going to steer us back on track here. So, um <laughs> fancy so yeah so i made an appointment i went on psychology.com psychology today whatever found a therapist a who could mm-hmm. a accept my insurance and b diagnosed me with aed or at least talk to me about it you know and so um i finally had my appointment last monday and at the end of it she was like you absolutely 100 percent have this she was like and i'm gonna tell you right now that I'm going to prescribe you this medicine and you're going to feel like a new person. Can I
0: ask what medicine it is? Do you mind? Yeah. No. Uh, Adderall. Yeah. That's what Logan takes.
1: Yeah. So, but it's works differently in adults than it is in children. She mm-hmm. was talking to me about this because their brains aren't developed all the way. Right. And so because ours are, because we're old fucking phobies. <laughs> we think they are anyway. Nah, I, mean, I don't know. She said that it's just going to make you feel like you're in control. Of your thoughts. It does. And your brain and your time. She was like, your time management's going to improve. You're going to be able to plan your day. You're going to get so much more done during the day. Um, but for me, it was hard because I was like, fuck me. One
0: more diagnosis. like One more pill.
1: God damn it, yeah. Beth. I take four
0: pills a which, day now. Which is what my sisters and I talked about. They're like... Maybe you don't need all these meds. Maybe that's the problem. But Maybe the they're thing. adversely reacting to your body. And she
1: said that she she believes she she agrees with my therapist that um because we talked for like an hour she believes that a lot of my anxiety probably stems from my ADD. Mm-hmm. And she said we can probably get you off your anxiety medication, but because of your mental health history, I don't want to do it right away. No. So uh, that was good to hear. She also because the Adderall increases your serotonin levels. I could possibly go down on my dosage for my antidepressants, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the birth control is just for hormonal regulation. So so
0: if, if you don't mind, I'd like to share my story on yeah. when I was diagnosed with ADD. Okay. Same thing. I had a therapist and mm-hmm. she's like, listen, girl, I think maybe you have ADD. Yeah. And I think the reason you're depressed is because you can't figure your shit out because yeah. you were so all over the place. And I said, great, let me go check out this guy. I went to this psychiatrist who is nice, weird. Everybody's weird well, in yeah. their own way. Yeah. I think like he, the... and, but he was a nice like guy. Eccentric? Like, he yes, was like eccentric? Yes, eccentric. Like okay. an older man who had been in the biz for a while. Sure. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, ag- I agree with her. I think totally. And he said the same thing. Yeah. He's like, it's very possible you can come off your Celexa if you start taking I I was taking Concerta. Yeah. And it, it, it was a game changer. Even Rob was like this is amazing. Because he wasn't coming home to like 16 different projects that I had started and not finished. Right. He wasn't coming home to me just totally frazzled because I felt like there was too much to do. I was a list maker. Mm-hmm. And I was never doing anything on the list because everything was number one. Yeah, right. Everything was number one on the list, and it's like you know what? Fuck this list. I'm just gonna go watch TV. Yeah, and it was a game. It it is a game changer for
1: me. It was I. I was so frustrated my entire life. I've dealt with having um, extreme difficulty with attention to detail
0: and impulse control, reading directions. That's one of the things that I've really had to work on as an adult,
1: like. I would do something impulsively without thinking about the consequences and that has had a major impact on my life Mm -hmm. you know or I would like you said I would have 50 things to do that day and instead of parceling them out throughout the week and making a strategic plan about okay this is what I can realistically do today let me plan it out by the hour I would just you know, start something and then bounce to something else and then remember the thing that I was doing right. before and then start that and then, mm-hmm. go, you know, get halfway done and then remember the subject thing that I had to do and run over there before I forget about it because I'm going to forget about it and then I'm never going to remember to do it and then it's not going to get done.
0: It is So it's exhausting. just like
1: this loop, this loop and like having four kids and having your own business that you're trying to get off the ground because you have to help your family survive, <laughs> you know, and like all of the things. It's just, yeah, it was too much. So it's helped a lot um it was hard for me to admit it because like you said it was one more pill and Mm one more more diagnosis Mm -hmm. and that was hard for me to handle society
0: makes it hard for us to say i have this problem i need a i need a medication that'll help connect the dots in my brain
1: i'm just hoping that if this works out that i can we can adjust my meds so i don't have to take four pills a day anymore
0: well, he had it said, you know, you maybe you can stop taking the Celexa and yeah. and uh, probably about 6 months in we weaned me off. <laughs> yeah. And I went to the beach with my family. Oh, this no. is when I was still married. Okay. And I it's never a good thing. I know. It, maybe it was a <laughs> you bad idea. Not,
1: you guys should not have planned that. Though. Well, it was
0: funny because he's like, we're not going to take you off your meds before the holidays because the holidays are notoriously depressing and stressful. And stressful, point. yeah. So we'll wait until the spring. So I go off my selects. I wean off just before this trip to the beach. Okay. And I was... Mega bitch. Crazy. Yeah. Horrible. I hated it. My family will call. If this was a radio show, yes. my sisters would be <laughs> phoning in right now to confirm. That's right. I hated it. That's right. I cried. I felt left out. I felt unhappy. Yeah. And Rob's like, you need to go back on your meds." Right. And so when I came home from this beach trip, I went to see my psychiatrist and I said, this is what happened. He's like, yeah, yeah you need you still need them. Exactly. But he said, but you know what? It's OK.
1: But see, I'm on a medication for my major depressive disorder and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So she was saying that possibly to get me, she could get me off my anxiety meds. I'm hesitant to get off my antidepressant because I've, I've been on it for a long time and I'm, I need it. The Selexa,
0: when I took Selexa, it worked. I got it when I was postpartum. That's when I started taking something and it worked and it worked for the anxiety. And then, um, I was still taking it and the and everything, and I I went to my doctor. I didn't just stop taking medication because my sisters told me to. Sorry, guys. I, I went to my doctor.
1: That's good. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> and you did that. I told her I
0: was like I just <laughs> feel like I'm taking a lot of medication. The first yeah. thing she said was you're not.
1: Right. Right. She's like
0: you're really not. Yeah. She goes, but if you really want to change it up, let's see if we can change what you're taking. So I switched from Selexa to Prozac. Why? Uh, Because the Celexa just wasn't doing it anymore. I was still really sad all the time. Like I went through, it wasn't really a breakup, but it was a sad thing that happened and I was upset about it and uh, it destroyed me in a lot of ways and I couldn't come back from it. And she's like, let's try something different. Okay. And so we tried the Prozac and that was almost... And it is almost like having both the ADD and the antidepressants wrapped in one. Yeah. I still get distracted. I okay. still get off task. Really? <laughs> Shut your fucking <laughs> you, dude. dude. <But laughs> listen, who showed up tonight? Me. I was
1: ready to Zoom this bitch. <laughs> I was sitting in my bed. Let me tell t- okay, again, here I
0: am. I'm going to go ding dong and uh, switch it. But it was funny. I texted Jesse. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on my way. Um, I'll be there shortly. And she's like, you didn't send me a zoom request. And I said, I'm coming to your house, bitch. Uh, and I was like, okay. Yay. She's bringing the bourbon. So that and was I fine did. with me. I brought the maker's <laughs> mark and it's hitting the mark, but, but yeah, cool. no, it's, it's something else when you start taking the meds and you actually see a difference. And yeah. I did when Logan takes Adderall and when he started taking Adderall, it he went from like failing second grade to honor roll.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, like I said, I just feel like maybe I need to get back on
1: Well, my psychiatrist, something. it was a Zoom meeting, which was nice. They're not seeing See, that's patients. what I want.
0: Like, I just want to do like a. Zoom. Yeah. I don't want to drive some. And I know that sounds yeah. petty, but a lot of psych, there aren't a whole lot here in 4Mill. Right, right, right. And I don't want to drive into Charlotte every and single Zoom. time. They
1: do it that way because of COVID. They're trying to keep everybody safe and alive. So, mm. speaking of alive... Yes. I went to the big gay block party last night, <laughs> and
0: that <laughs> was a weird segue. <laughs> was it alive with gayness? Oh my god, it was alive with. I all wish I could have gone with you. joy why in my that, life. Why can't that shit happen when I don't have my kids? Like oh I really god, wanted to go listen. to that.
1: It was the, well, I call it the big gay block party. It's the Carolina's LGBT Chamber of Commerce block party that they do every year, but it's the big okay. gay block party. What is it? Um, what but, does it do? No, it's just like, you know, we host this event with a couple of our corporate sponsors, free food, free drinks, you know, uh, cornhole, music, networking. It's all outside. Um, No, it was a great turnout. But um, there is this guy that I've recently met, him and his husband. And he is a nurse manager. He went to Yale. Excuse me. Wow. Sorry. That's fancy as fuck. But he, um, yeah. So he's a nurse manager. And he was telling me that their ICU is like at 150% capacity right now because of COVID. He was like, he said there, he was like, we're in our fourth wave right now. And this is the worst I've ever seen it. And he's been a nurse for... Did he,
0: did he mention the um, demographics in terms of age?
1: No, he didn't. Okay. No, we didn't. He just was... I mean, he's... I see his posts on Facebook, and I'm constantly trying to cheer him on because, you know, he's out there every day in the trenches, and he's exhausted, and he's pissed off at people who are, you know, dying and are wishing, please give me the vaccine now. And it's like, yeah, eh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's a little too late for that. We're in this... We're We're here now, friend. Right. So... You know, and he's just so exhausted. Um, So I appreciate that my psychiatrist was like, we are exclusively doing Zoom only. Because they're like, we are not trying to get the shit
0: or pass the shit. Let's Mm -mm. just keep it
1: safe, friends. And that's,
0: you know what? That's the hard part with school. uh, I sent my kids back to in-person school this year. And it's like they've already been home a few times because either their symptoms were covid like or they were next to somebody that had a covid test positive and if they just wore masks and uh, just yeah saying, yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the you know the amount of work they have to make up it's just it's a nightmare no it's sucks it's an absolute nightmare and i hate 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 that our kids can't just get up and go to school and come home like our
1: kids are the grand experiment mm. let's send all these kids back to school during COVID and see what happens. And we'll make adjustments. Like, they're just seeing how the shit will play out, I think, so they can emulate it throughout the rest of the country. Yeah, and they're just throwing sucks.
0: spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, it sucks. And we live in a place. But our kids, it's a spaghetti. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, like,
1: it fucking sucks. I hate it. And, you know, If your kid were a
0: pasta, which pasta would he be? Ooh, fusilli. Rigatoni.
1: Ooh, rigatoni. Is
0: that the spiral one? I thought mine was the spiral
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're both spirally. <laughs> yeah, the weird ones. I know. <laughs> Rainbow color, hidden veggie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> organic, whole wheat, chickpea. <laughs> no, mine is at ninety nine dollar, ninety nine dollar, ninety nine cent. You know, white shit
0: from Walmart, yeah. right? Made of pure white flour. Exactly. <laughs> Corn and and It comes out as gluten. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: That's our first ingredient. Yeah, gluten. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. It keeps them full.
0: Yep. Damn it. It does. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, but speaking of full, Ava's not sleeping to the night again, which has been tough. Is it because she's teething? I don't, I don't know. She's not unhappy during the day and she's got some molars coming in, but she was sleeping through the night perfectly and beautifully. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's just not sleeping through the night anymore. So neither am I. How old is she? 18 months.
0: Yeah, they regress.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm exhausted. Oh, my God. It, that's why, really, when you came over, I was like, I can't think of anything to talk about on the podcast <laughs> because my brain is so fucking fried. <laughs> I
0: understand. And my like, friend... So, I'm going to give a shout-out to my friend, Nina, who's pregnant with her first baby right oh, now, right? I've heard you talk about Nina. And she... Is from Staten Island and I love talking that's, to her. That's
1: why I know Nina. And okay, yeah. she
0: calls me and she's like, Beth, you don't understand how exhausted I am.
1: He's like, Really? I've and I'm like, times. Girl.
0: And of course, you know, me being the asshole friend that does this, I'm like, Well, it's preparing you for what life's going to be like for the rest of your life. Right. Exactly. It's nature's and way of getting you yeah. ready for the newborn. And um, I was like, listen making a human is really exhausting yeah and she's like From i don't scratch. and she's like i don't know i don't know how you did this four times and i'm like i don't either truthfully no. like because yeah. after you have the first one you have a you're pregnant and exhausted just as much with kids right right you don't get like, like, to rest no Number there max. there is no like i'm tired i'm gonna take a nap no corny i don't feel good i'm gonna go home and take a nap how's like,
1: nina zoeing
0: she just is miserable. No, oh, she's Nina. just really tired, and she's she had to go back to the office, and she's like, everyone's coughing, and I don't want to get COVID. How many weeks? She's due in May. I don't know. I don't know either. Let's <laughs> see. May <laughs> is the fifth month of the year. Where are we so now? Seven, eight, nine. Basically uh, October. Yeah. She's like, like eight
1: eight weeks. So I was gonna say she's got to be like four weeks or six weeks or something early. We
0: don't fucking know. I should probably bleep this out, because who knows if Nina's told people. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you better let me know.
0: <laughs> just bleep her name out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have time to sit up tonight and bleep her name <laughs> I'm out. I'm going to do it. I'll do it. i don't know how to do it. I'm going to just, teach just, you. You know what? Just do it. Just just put it in. <laughs> okay. I'm going to text her and be like, I fucked up. <laughs> No one listens to me anyway. I'll it's fine. We're it oh, sorry. No name. Sorry, Nina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just said no name. So I wouldn't have to bleep it out. There you go. ADD. Come on.
0: Shit. Shit. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, we were going to talk. <laughs> we um, were talking about things we wanted to talk about on this podcast episode. Yeah. And so let's. One of the rando things. Because this is like a random like potluck. It episode really is,
1: yeah at nine o'clock at night on yeah. the back porch
0: yes with bourbon um the night before it's due so I'm I have kept up with the Gabby Petito case like everyone else okay. and uh firstly I think I'm speak for both of us when I say that yes. every missing person counts not just yes. cute white women
1: yeah this whole thing's really pissed me off
0: but um, I have to say,
1: I'm like, I, look, yeah, I'm, it's horrible, 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 horrible. What happened to her? It is, but my God, there are so many fucking trans women and black women and Latina women who go missing. Yep, and not an eyebrow is lifted. And it's so frustrating to me to see this. I mean, my God, we had in Charlotte this past year several trans women. Who were murdered. And because they're sex workers, it was just... Oh, well, they don't matter. It's their fault, right? Yeah, they don't matter. And so...
0: They're they're nameless, faceless people.
1: And it's so frustrating that this is happening across the country. And she... Yeah, you're right. She was a young social media influencer. And she was beautiful and white. And Mm -hmm. I don't understand... I truly don't understand what is so special about her case that's different. Makes her more... Why is she is she getting more media coverage and well, let me I cases? think
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on that okay I think the reason why this has become a media sensation mm-hmm. is because it could not have been written by a screen play writer. You like, need to
1: tell me the details because truly I have not
0: it's, okay. So me out, this I is not a true crime podcast, but no. we are women and we both love the murder <laughs> we do podcasts yeah so. but um i first saw the uh article and it said you know influencers bo- influencers fiance returns from trip without her I i'm saw like that that's headline. suspicious yeah and then it was like he he's not cooperating with the police <laughs> he has a lawyer and then it's like everybody everybody i knew was texting me and emailing me it's like what do you think's happened because they they know i'm into this like Dateline stuff.
1: (laughs) That's what you fall asleep to. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Keith Morrison is my (laughs) storyteller. But, um, you know, and I preface this by saying it wasn't like I was excited somebody was missing and and probably dead at all.
1: Right, of course. But it
0: was very suspicious. And that's what piqued everyone's interest. Sure. It was like that woman that killed her kids over the summer. Um, I don't know if you know that story. The woman who, like, fell for the guy that was pretty much in charge of a cult mm. and decided she didn't want to be a mom anymore. So she killed her two kids and they uh, found her in Hawaii. No. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Yes.
0: Yeah. I it's remember like, that. These kinds of stories are yes. so like, what are you? Are, is this right? Real life? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And,
0: um, I'm sure because they are white people and yeah. pretty, because this woman was like a beauty contestant or something She was beautiful yeah it's like okay this makes for good tv
1: and also the kids it's very sensational so this makes for good tv um, like in the news industry before uh in my past life when i was a journalist the phrase was if it bleeds it leads Mm -hmm. so the worse it is and the more horrific and it's true yeah it's gonna go i mean look look at look
0: at look at me I'm I'm the I'm the asshole that's like when is the Dateline episode for this coming out so yeah. that I can see the whole ti- timeline and I'm like yeah. I shouldn't be like this because this woman lost her life and I don't know how and at first right. it was like he did it he did it he did it and I totally believe he did but yeah. I also was like well you know maybe she fell and died and he had like a mental break and just got in the van and drove home like okay. I don't know what happened so
1: I think for me and i maybe this is for you too i'm not as interested in the details of how she died that's not what gets me hooked what gets me hooked is i find the psychology of the whole thing fascinating
0: right right and like like why is she hanging out with this douche canoe right what is what what is making her feel like she needs to stay with this person right. okay mm-hmm. tangent Okay. I'm just warning you. Okay. (laughs) I have another podcast I listen to. It's called Someplace Underneath. Okay. And it's about missing women. And they Mm -hmm. cover women of all genres. Okay. Which I love. Yeah. And that's a lot of their, like, um, advertising. It's like, we cover everybody. Yeah. Not just your basic white bitch. Right, right, right. So, but they did one on Susan Powell, who is the woman who's... I remember her. Yeah. She... Look it up. Anyway... They were talking about how, um, you know, Susan got married to her husband when she was like 19. Yeah. And they were talking about how women get so enamored with the attention they get from men. It's like, oh, this, this guy likes me. Right. And he pays me attention. Yeah. And then as women, we don't ever really think about whether we like them back. You're right. It's like, oh, well. This guy likes me, so I'm going to like him back because who knows what else I could get. Right, exactly. And when they talked about that, it was like, oh, shit, like I'm 45 and I still have this problem. Yeah. Why don't I take inventory? Do I like this person? Yeah. Because I'd like to think that women like Susan Powell, if they had done that, would have been like, no. Right, exactly. (laughs) I really don't like this person. He's a
1: piece of shit. Right, but we like to be liked
0: Exactly, and so I'm thinking like, and we also like to fix. I
1: don't know. I'm not that person. So okay, that's been hard good for, for you. Me Keep to, it that way. Yeah,
0: I am that person. I'm
1: like, you damaged. <laughs> you need a psychiatrist. <laughs> I am not that person. You gonna pay me?
0: Yeah. Now, I constantly sing the Coldplay Fix You song to everybody I meet (laughs) anyway. I, uh, (laughs) I, But that's what I think might have happened is like this beautiful young woman was so positive and had so much light. And she's like, let me give you some of my light and, and make your life positive, too. Yeah. And she's like, let's live in a van, first of all.
1: Okay, so they lived in this van.
0: They lived. Were
1: they going cross country? Yeah.
0: And they were young. You know, when you're young, you do whatever. As a 45 year old woman who's been divorced and has four kids, I Mm -hmm. see the bed they put in this van. It's not even big enough for just me.
1: Right, right, right. They're
0: both sleeping in it, or they're just sleeping on the ground in the middle of nowhere, which sounds romantic, I guess, when you're 20. Maybe he was sleeping
1: in the bed and she was sleeping on the floor. Maybe.
0: But, I mean, it all sounds romantic. But let's be honest it's got to stink it's got to be cluttered it's got to be just yeah always dirty. like you have nowhere yeah. to escape you have right. nowhere to have alone time right yeah and if you're with a guy who needs help yeah. that needs to be fixed yeah those guys tend to be a bit clingy yeah and aren't confident enough to let you like run to the store alone so you can have a minute
1: paranoid so
0: yeah you know i have my armchair expert opinions about this whole thing yes but the point i'm trying to
1: yeah
0: and my favorite not that this like i hate saying that but my favorite part of the story right now yeah is that dog the bounty hunter yes is the yes. one that has discovered where this piece of shit has been hiding oh my god and like i was telling you in Rankos, like here we have a bunch of fbi agents right like, Train, or ser- train people right. searching yeah. the wetlands of florida or whatever you call them and i think you're right talking yeah. to their parents and then, Dog the Bounty Hunter is on vacation in Florida, like probably going to like Destin with every other person, right? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. you know what? I think maybe I can find this asshole. So he knocks on the parents' door. It's like, hey, why aren't you cooperating? I would shit myself if Dog the Bounty yeah. Hunter knocked on my door. I'd be like, w- it, which which kid do you need? Right? You mean the one we're hiding? Right? In the right. Basement? It, it, it's like, yeah, this mullet, this mullet, tanned.
1: Man. Yeah. Shows
0: up with his I'm I'm pretty sure he has like a necklace that has teeth on it like the like the like crocodile dummy guy. yeah. Right. I yeah. don't know. I, that's how I envision it. But yeah. um Me too. he like shows up and he and sleeves. and within a week he's like he's been at this campsite.
1: Is he there? Really? Did yes! they catch him
0: no, they haven't they haven't caught him, but he has gotten closer to where he has been than the FBI. And okay. so the joke is people tweeting like Dog the Bounty Hunter is finding this guy faster than the FBI. The yeah. FBI agents in charge of this case should be handing their resignations in. I mean this guy is a is a is a reality T V star. Right. And right, he right. has gotten more information on where he was going like where he has been. That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. I, I fully expect him to bring him in. So the I,
1: only thing that I've really because I really have not kept up with this case is the only the only piece of information that I've seen that the only reason I know that this guy's even on the run is because in our group mom's group our local mom's group somebody took a picture of some dude that they saw on the side of the road and thought it was that guy. Shut up. And they Here? Were like, they were like, yes. like in Fort Mill? Yes. They were like, <laughs> oh my God, is this him? Is this him? And they compared the pictures and there was like this whole diatribe. Oh my God, I like, can't believe I missed yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. I need to go, I need to work either
1: It was either the our local one or the town over, that that group. But it was one of them and they were like, oh my God, and they took a pic, like, pulled over to take a picture of this guy and they were like, oh my God, is this the guy? I mean, uh, like, here's the thing. Good for you. Yeah.
0: Because a lot of people probably would have been too chicken shit to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it might have been him. Like, I, I seriously but doubt she, it. she
1: was even like, now, like, they got into so much detail, which I love about, like, like murderinos, you know, is that, like, they really right. get into detail. But we have
0: no idea what we're like doing. So we really should just, like, like take online a grain. Of, but like, yeah.
1: She was like, now, notice his tan line. It takes four days to hitchhike from Florida to North oh my Carolina. Now, God. notice his tan line. He would have gotten a tan between, like, you know, and, like, i was
0: like really it's probably my ex-husband because he's also bald with a beard
1: there you go (laughs) do you have a tan line i don't know farmer's tan (laughs) it was amazing i I saw i
0: did see a guy tangent (laughs) ding dong girl there you go i saw (laughs) uh, on the way on the way to taking my son to school this morning there was a guy hanging out on the bridge um over 77 with the sign that said repent
1: jesus is coming okay interesting I, I, that's
0: the first time i've seen something like that here in fort mill since moving here 12 years ago really and yeah and my my son logan was like look at that guy and i'm like eh. i said yeah yeah okay. I, he feels good about what he's doing
1: you I know guess. i'm not
0: gonna i'm not gonna bother him I, I felt bad for him like i was embarrassed for him because i'm like right. what are you doing right but then i thought I, it, it, who am i to judge because i could be out there with a sign that says get a vaccine you dumbass i know People would have the same idea. So, to each yes. their own. Yeah, I guess. I'm so. like, good for you for having conviction and thinking this is gonna work.
1: That's what I was gonna. That's what I was. That's where I was going. How many people are you truly influencing, None. Your friend? Right. <laughs>
0: sorry but he was out there at seven thirty this morning
1: there you go he Repent. got up early Repent. Jesus was like is where coming. are you going this early in the morning he's like i gotta, gotta have my eggs and get my sign i gotta go before traffic and get out there i'd like to believe Save he was souls. mentally
0: unstable but i probably wasn't like he look he was oh. clean he had a clean shirt on he looked like he was well shaved and just thought
1: here's some guerrilla marketing Right? <laughs> let's just get out there for Jesus on the Is this interstate. a new MLM? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. Have you watched Lulu Rich yet? Jesus Tupperware. No, okay, so I we'll have not. Okay, never mind. We'll talk been, about that in another episode so the, then. Okay, so I have been watching, let's see, um, Ted Lasso on Apple mm-hmm, TV, mm-hmm. which I'm obsessed with, and um, Nine Perfect Strangers. Have you seen this? Uh, yes. Oh my God. I right, finished guys. it. So, me too. So, spoiler alerts. You Spider-Man! are my friend. Watching the show and you haven't finished it, you might want to pause this and come back. Oh my God, Beth,
0: dude, <laughs> that show was fucked up.
1: It's amazing, and I love it. And I love—I don't know how to feel about Nicole Kidman's character. I
0: loved it. I loved her. I loved it. I oh wish God. she could have just been Australian and not Russian, but I loved it.
1: It was amazing. I at the at the end, and I had don't cry. I'm not a crier. I just don't and you cried oh my when her daughter when she's like holding her daughter uh, right, at the right. end
0: oh my god i was just i was too <laughs> like what the
1: fuck is happening oh my god, in this no, show i was super emotional at that I was, part uh, you know
0: when it started snowing i'm like this is ashes from the place <laughs> they're <laughs> all dead <laughs> it's not a hallucination
1: so then at the end though do you think all of their lives really ended up that way? Or is that how Melissa McCarthy wrote it? Her character. Because remember, she was like sitting at a table and she's like, I'm inspired. I want to oh, write. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering, is this how she wrote their lives? Or oh, is, like this
0: was her book?
1: Right. Or is this how their lives really turned out?
0: I I did not. Yeah, I got the sense that this is how their lives really turned out. Okay. And I was really surprised that the influencers were like took over the Oh, place. my God. But... um. My favorite, my favorite characters were Melissa McCartney and, and the guy oh and how they were, like fell in love with oh each other. God, yes. I can't tell you how much hope that gave me. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that gave me so much hope.
1: Oh my God. When she came at the end with the dog and he's with his daughters and like, oh my God. That yep. brought me so much joy. And to see how volatile they were in the beginning and then to watch them like progressively get closer and like break down their yeah. vulnerabilities and their walls. Oh my
0: Oh, the family <gasps> dynamic in that one too. Dude, oh, that was deep. That was insane. it was a good show.
1: Uh, but let me tell you that I and Ava was sleeping when I was trying to catch up with the show. I, I have been making myself take breaks during the day and allowing myself to have a one hour break so I can eat lunch and watch. You TV. know what?
0: It is actually by law. <laughs> there is a law for that for most jobs. So. Uh,
1: Yes, I have been forcing myself. And so, um, excuse me though, when she is sitting down with Carmel and Carmel turns around and she's got that smoky eye, that contact in her eye, that blue <gasps> contact, and you realize she's the one who tried to shoot her. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh my, and I was like legitimately scared of Carmel in this moment. I was like, oh my God.
0: Because she was crazy. She was, but she was crazy. But was she? Was she crazy or was she driven crazy because she was gaslit by her ex? You're right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. See? Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. She was, though. She was, I mean, that was Yeah, She
0: was a little off balance. Oh, I
1: really ended up loving Lars. The gay gay reporter. Yeah. Who was, like, such a dick and I love that his,
0: his, like, dream was having a baby. I know so cute I know
1: and I love that him and Carmel came together in the end and he was like so concerned about her and like he became a human being oh my god I just it was I a loved great show. show it was such a good freaking show and it's a book I can't wait Is to read it? the book yes oh, I'm so excited to read it now yeah. I want to read that too I know girl next book we're gonna start nice. a book club
0: yeah <laughs> hey, mother ever yeah. book club we're mother gonna watch the shows club. before we read I the book <laughs> <laughs> pour <laughs> me pour me some more makers Mark, girl okay um
1: Give me a glass one.
0: I am looking at my list of things that we're talking about for this evening. Have we hit any of them yet? Oh, we did. We talked about Gabby Petito. Um, I have Lunch Lady written down. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I'm not laughing at the Lunch Lady as a profession. I'm laughing because earlier Beth was talking about...
0: I I used to be I did I was a uh, lunch lady for about five months
1: she had me dying and rolling so
0: her son uh, goes to the school that I was a lunch lady at and he hadn't he wasn't there yet so he didn't get to experience the delight Mm. of me as a lunch lady Mm. but he was talking about how gross the food is and I'm like listen it's not that bad (laughs) and and he was telling me how he doesn't remember his lunch number which is legitimately something that is that happens yeah right and I said well is it Miss Patty that's up there and he's like yeah, yeah. I said listen she seems mean but she's super nice just bring a sharpie and write it on your hand it's I was like, fine. she hates me I'm like she doesn't hate you I was like next <laughs> time you see her be like Miss Patty Miss Beth says hey yeah and she says you need to just deal with the n- number problem that I'm having <laughs> <laughs> But I was telling them about, you know, I've, I've seen the funniest stuff in the lunch line. You
1: must, because they, I feel like the kids probably don't remember that you're there.
0: No. Here's the thing. So. They love, in general, they love the lunch ladies, because we're not assigning homework.
1: Right. We're not
0: giving them shit. We're f- right. We're giving them food. We're right. feeding them. Yeah. Which is, you know, let's be honest, this is the only food some kids see. Yeah. And so... <laughs> you just get to know those kids you get to know everybody and how they are you get to know the girl that's like going through her phase i remember there was one girl that dyed her hair like uh the woman from the dc comics harley quinn yes she had half green and half pink yeah and i was like that's rad there was a kid that had earplugs i'm like those are rad i was and of course i'm like the weird lunch lady with tattoos (laughs) and i think only twice somebody was like Oh, I like your tattoos. Okay. Um, (laughs) I remember when I first started, because I won over all these women I worked with. But um, when I first started, it was like, oh. I remember Miss Patty, same one that takes lunch numbers, was like, oh, my sister-in-law has tattoos, too. (laughs) And I'm like, really? (laughs) (laughs) What do they mean? (laughs) Well, let me tell you what mine mean. I won them, oh, They loved me by the end and I love those kids and there were days where and I was five months in. I wasn't a hardened lunch lady yet. Yeah. You were jaded. I wasn't jaded and and there were kids that have like a lot of money 200 plus dollars in debt on their lunch accounts because their parents are too proud or too lazy to fill out the lunch forms to get free, free and reduced lunch. And I remember there was one kid that I just wanted to help. Like, he looked angry, but I just felt like he wasn't, he was getting a bad rap. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I said,
0: I would like to pay off his lunch account. Can I do that? And they all looked at me like I had four heads. They're like, why would you do that? Right. First of all, I understood. Because as a lunch lady, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And so it would have been a considerable amount of my paycheck to pay off this kid's lunch account. Sure. Second, they were also like, it's just going to get, it's just going to go right back to where it is because you no, know, yeah. like somebody doesn't care. My like, well, being a lunch lady mm-hmm. gave me a good insight into the dynamic of our school district and okay. how it's easy to think where we live, everyone can afford lunch.
1: Sure. Right. Exactly. Which is just not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And
0: when, I, I didn't, I stopped working when COVID hit because yeah. the school shut down. Yeah. And if you were on free and reduced lunch, they would drive school buses to those kids' neighborhoods and drop lunches off for them every day. Yeah. Right. And I kept thinking about those kids whose parents hadn't filled those forms out Yeah. <sighs> and how they were not going to get anything to eat.
1: Yeah.
0: And it just, like, I was losing sleep over it. Like, how can I fix this?
1: Oh. I'm so sorry. Fix you. Yeah, it was.
0: Ugh. And so, always respect your lunch lady. And yes. my favorite is like, you got to have a fruit. Yes. You got to have a vegetable. That's
1: right. You said you had turned into like yeah. the quintessential lunch lady I did. The end and of the it's the like they were way. putting their trays.
0: I'm like, hey, <laughs> who raised you? You don't need to put your trays up all will and nilly. Come back over here and get this right. <gasps> Like, I turned into this weird southern lady.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. There you go. I know. And I'm sure, yeah, when you fell into the crew, you know. And
0: it was so fun. Like, we got each other little Christmas ornaments for Christmas. And I remember the kids made us um, gifts. Yeah. I don't know if it was for Christmas or Valentine's Day. But (laughs) the girls brought them to us, and it was a uh, tissue box, it was a tissue jar, like a mason jar. With that was made into a tissue holder, and the label said "tissues for your issues." Yes, I love that. And I'm like, yes, girl, I need this. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So would you do it again?
0: I would do it again. it is not easy work. Like you sweat and you're running around serving pizza to a bunch of ungrateful pieces of shit. Sometimes, right? right. And I got after them, but
1: well, that's how this country is, right? All the hardest jobs pay shit. Yep, and then they wonder why people don't want to go back to work. i like, well, if you pay them a living wage, and maybe they would. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> huh.
0: Hello.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Tangent. <laughs>
0: Ta- tangent. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> well, there's
0: there's one story that I do want to close with. We we talked about it. Like I said, this is this is a potluck episode.
1: Yes, it is. And a little bit of everything.
0: I don't know how it came up. We were talking about guns, and how I've never held one or touched one or shot one.
1: Oh, because our neighbor has he owns a like a gun shop and he like repairs guns like we live in the country part mm. i guess of fort mill like so i don't know that's what people say i love it it's out I in love the it. woods it's in the greenway it's beautiful
0: hey um but a lot who's of people gonna pre- like if you like start screaming somebody's robbing my house you
1: got plenty of protection uh, yeah our neighbors are amazing they and a lot of them have guns and um but <laughs> we don't we never have you don't our, have to your neighbors do our neighbor though he's like um he not only like has a gun shop but he like does classes and stuff and like trains people that's it we were talking and, about right. how i said i want so like to shoot them i want to like do a it responsible gun owner which i can totally appreciate which mm-hmm. I think is awesome um you know and so yeah our neighbors i mean you'll hear gunshot all the time around here you know so <laughs> it's you know it's just not a thing anymore, you know oh yes <laughs> You know, <laughs> doesn't bother us so badly anymore <laughs> out in the country. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe coyotes trying to eat their chickens. You
0: just don't know. So, you know, you never know.
1: <laughs> yes. So anyway, yeah, you were. You, I can't believe that you've never held a gun.
0: I'm terrified of them. Wow. My friends really just make a lot of fun of me. And they're always like, we're going to go shoot and we're going to go shoot. And it yep. just never happens because it's not a priority of mine.
1: Yeah, well, if you can't make it to the doctor's every three months
0: if you're <laughs> to get meds you are not going to go burn. to the range. <laughs> burn! That was a solid burn, Jesse. Oh shit! Sometimes
1: I can do it. You can. Oh. That bourbon makes you sick. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so I, I mean, I really don't have room to talk. I've only held a gun once, and it was when I was like eighteen. My sister was dating this guy. She was in high school Was his still. name Chet? No, but it could have been I <laughs> almost don't want to say it out loud. Don't say it. Okay, but, but If yeah. it had been
0: Chet, I hope you would have said yes. Yeah, right,
1: yes. So, she was in high school still. They were like high school sweethearts. And his parents invited us to go out to their country house and go skeet shooting. So, we did, and I brought Ranko. And, I mean, we hadn't been dating that long, you know. I'm um, <laughs> really surprised it didn't scare him away. But, uh, so his mother was a little bit eccentric, eccentric. Is it eccentric? Eccentric? Eccentric. Eccentric. Okay. And um, liked the sauce, if you will. Like we do. Yeah, it's a little bit more than we do. And so we were... Sauce and
0: guns don't mix. Let me no, just put that together.
1: Nope, nope. So uh, luckily she did not handle a weapon. But, uh, we did some skeet shooting, and, uh, with the, I don't know what kind of gun, whatever kind of gun 22. you put in. Whatever, I don't know, whatever kind of gun you put into your shoulder. Is that shotgun? I, I have
0: no idea. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, shotguns go there, I guess. Right? Yeah? I don't know. I, I felt like, like that's Civil a, War a bit soldier. overkill for skeet sho- shooting, though. Yeah. I think it might have been a twenty-two.
1: I felt like a Civil War soldier. That's with the like only with my gun, I know. gun and my f- we were in the field, you know, but, uh.
0: Rosie sees something out here.
1: That's my dog, by the way, not my baby. Okay. And so, <laughs> in case anybody's wondering. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. We have Jessica's baby out here guarding me. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She's
1: guarding us. <laughs> um,
0: so, anyway. Oh,
1: my gosh. Rosie.
0: This is ah! the best episode we've had so far.
1: Rosie, come here. Come here.
0: I feel so protected. <laughs> you should. I do. So let me tell you what happened. So we are Rosie <clears throat>
1: Rosie, quit. I'm never gonna get this story out. Ever. It's just not, it's never gonna end. We're all
0: done skeet shooting. We're heading back to their house. Saucy mom. To let's have lunch. let's recap. So you're you're skeet shooting with your new boyfriend Ranko, who is now your husband. <laughs> As well, your sister and her boyfriend, Chet, and her her boyfriend's mom, who is drunk, but not shooting guns. Her husband. Okay. Yeah.
1: And my mother. Husband. And my mother.
0: Cletus.
1: Yes. And so, (laughs) call them Chet and Cletus. (laughs) So, Chet and Cletus invite us back to the house to go have lunch. So, we're all walking, and we get to the house, and Ranko and the mother um, are nowhere to be found. And I'm wondering what is going on, and so is everyone else. And then they come into the house, and Ranko looks a little shell-shocked and upset. And so uh, we eat lunch, and then we leave. And he tells us that on the way, she was ranting and raving about her body and how amazing it was and how she works out. Shut up. And she pulls down her pants to show him her bare ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How old is Ranko at this point?
1: Like 20 yeah. 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 It was a little much. A little much. Yeah. So Please don't and- ever
0: let me be that person. Sauced. <laughs> like, when our kids are old enough and they're getting married, like, don't yeah. let me be like, hey, everybody, I still <laughs> got it. And like, show my tits or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I promise. I I'll I'll. You're get like, you I back. promise
0: I will let you do that.
1: <laughs> well, shove the titties back in your dress. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. You're like, no daddy's tonight, Beth. <laughs> we'll turn on our New York accents. Put <laughs> them away, Beth. Put we your teddies away. Oh, my God. No one wants to see that shit. Mm-mm. No. No.
0: <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that was a lovely story to end this podcast with. This uh,
0: podcast potluck miss I love these episodes though you know what if no one else loves them I don't care yeah I know you don't <laughs> <laughs> I know you do I know. but I, don't <laughs> I am the yang to your yang
1: yeah,
0: yeah I don't care okay and the thing is it was an amazing episode yeah you loved it I outed a bunch of stuff I shouldn't have
1: We'll see. You'll text Nina after this episode and just make sure. That I'm she's sorry.
0: Yes. That, that was really stupid of me. Is that bourbon? It's my fault. All Whatever. Right. Don't All tell right, me guys. stuff. I <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, I love that. Okay. We just
1: won't
0: tell you anything okay. ever again. All right. All I love again. you guys. Thanks for listening tonight. We love you. Let us know what you want to hear from us. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know about things that we should re- you know, research and look up. And, yeah. and give you our two cents about yeah and uh you know rate us and review us on apple um podcast because yes, i love reading them yeah me too. And yeah yeah i, I th- love seeing i love it when somebody say. says
1: oh my god i just downloaded your podcast yeah like it like, makes me so excited yeah, <laughs> it yeah. really does. Yeah, or when I see that we've got a new like on Facebook or whatever, it's, it's so yeah. nice. I know it feels good. So we have a
0: lot of Facebook followers.
1: No, we're doing yeah,
0: we're doing okay over there. We're so yeah. phenomenal. I know it's so much fun. All right, love you guys. We love you. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. We'll be yes. back. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.